Welcome to the Simple Walk Podcast. We're Craig and Diane Brown, and today we'll be talking about faith. Faith that's different from what we've thought. A biblical faith and what that means. Let's get started. So the dictionary defines faith as, or the word faith, as complete trust or confidence in someone or something. How is biblical faith different than that? Well, biblical faith is a faith that is a confidence that is beyond our own. And by that, I mean, it's more than just believing. It is a confidence in the character and nature of God. So when you have biblical kind of faith, the faith that God desires of us, the God kind of faith, you are actually going beyond your own ability to even believe in something because you can't comprehend God. You're actually having faith in the incomprehensible. It's something that we can't see and we have to believe that he is there. Right. Even when we can't see him, physically see him. But it's even different than that because it's deeper than that because you're actually having faith. When you have a revelation that Jesus is real, that he's alive right now and seated at the right hand of the Father, and that he lived here on earth, he was born of the Virgin Mary, he lived here on earth, and then he died for our sins so that we could be uh, forgiven. And then he was raised and he's seated right now at the Father, in the right hand of the Father. When you believe that, he is the sacrifice in order to be able to reconnect humanity back to the Father. The only way to, to the Father is through Christ. No man comes to the Father but by me, Jesus said. So faith is actually beyond anything that we can produce in and of ourselves. We, can, we can't believe enough. We have to accept that he has done this, and by accepting him, we come into this place of obedience to him. And this is the process. If you have faith in God. So I see how, because we don't necessarily come into obedience with a worldly kind of faith in something. Not necessarily. I mean, you can have somebody that's trying to impose their will on you, but God is different because he actually, when you open your heart to him, he actually infuses into you his nature and character. And that comes through the Holy Spirit. And this is the process that is a great mystery. So we probably need to explore that. And how, how, do, how do we get there? Well, we get there by accepting Jesus. Let's say if I'm uh, or someone is preaching or teaching the Word of God to you, and, and they're showing you the love of Christ, all of a sudden, inside of you, hope is going to be stirred up. And so, in that hope, it's going to cause you to be excited, because this is maybe available to you, something that you hope that I can attain this. Now, the Bible says in, in Hebrews 11, verse 1, you want to read that? Sure. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Right. And so what happens is that we have this hope stirred within us, and it causes us to have this excitement. This causes us to desire God, 
and we're seeing that he is true and that he is right and he's righteous and that he does bring peace and joy and kindness and goodness and all the things that are missing in this world, all the characteristics that he really desires for us as human beings to have living inside of us, he couldn't give it to us unless we actually believed in him. So believing is the first step. Is that what you're saying? It is. And it's believing in the reality of Jesus Christ. And you want to, you have this desire inside of you to accept him as your Lord and your Savior. So we accept him as our Savior in the very beginning. We're believing that he's going to be able to save us from our sins that he, you know, right? So we do you go from, do you go from saving to understanding what it means to have him as our Lord? Well, in order to avail yourself of the things that God has for you, you have to be obedient to him. There's nothing that we can do on this earth that produces eternal life. Right. And we had mentioned this verse before, but it's such a great verse. John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So this everlasting life is if we believe in Jesus Christ, he will give us his Holy Spirit, and his Holy Spirit is what has all of his character and his nature. His Holy Spirit is the fulfillment, and he enables us as human beings to live in a place of peace and joy and kindness and goodness and all the things, because he produces that through us. As we start to have a relationship with God, all of a sudden, we start to experience the nature of God. And so the desire, before you're saved, you kind of get this glimpse and you have this hope and you get excited. And I accept you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and my Savior. All of a sudden, you have imparted into you the nature of God. Now, a connection is made. A child of God is born inside of you, you could look at. But it doesn't stop there. Not at all. Yeah. And so that's why, if you would, wouldn't mind reading, let's say, John 4, 6. Okay. 14, 6, excuse me, John 14, 6. Okay. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Right. And so this is where faith Faith is what we are, you know, by grace, Jesus is the grace of God, right? So we'll talk about the grace of God and the mercy of God and stuff in another episode. But for right now, Jesus is the only way. It says, no one comes to the Father but by me, he said. And so he's the only way, and he's the, he is the truth. And the word truth in the Greek is the word reality. So he's the way. He's the reality. And that's why you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. All of a sudden, the light went on, and you see that all of this stuff that's going on in the world right now is not what was intended for humanity. God's perfect intent for humanity was to live in a place of peace and harmony. And only that can only come now through Jesus Christ. It's the only way. He says, I am the way. I'm the only way. I am the only truth, the only reality. And I am the only life outside of Jesus Christ because he died and he conquered sin. The Bible says that he made a public spectacle of the enemy, triumphing over him in it. He's the only reality that can, he's the only person that ever paid the price so that we could have a connection made back to the Father. Now, faith is what allows that to happen. Us believing and it opens up this door that once we do that, then we want to, we hunger after being righteous. We hunger after God. And it takes us out of our human mind, our analytical mind, 
and it it lets us look at, at something through our spirit. Exactly at right. Him through mm-hmm. our spirit. Mm-hmm. And so, if you could, if you wouldn't mind reading Hebrews, I believe it is verse six and seven. Eleven, chapter eleven. Yes, verse I'm six yeah, and seven. Exactly right. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That was six. Yeah, let's so stop si- right there for okay. just one second, okay, then we'll yeah, read yeah. Seven, seven in a second. Mm-hmm. So it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So that means that faith is an action word. It's not just hope, but actually you put you put hope into act when you put hope into action it, it became faith it actually then that action saying okay lord i'm going to make a commitment to you i'm going to accept you and i'm going to put action into this and i'm going to commit my life to you i'm going to accept you as my lord and my savior that means that you are going to lay down your life for him you're going to worship him you're going to be all in for jesus and that's really what Everybody needs to understand. So often this is kind of watered down because when Jesus, and I want you to know that when Jesus asks you to be his child, he want, He needs you to be all in. You cannot have one part of you in the world and one part of you in trying to be religious because that just doesn't work. He needs you to be all in. Well, that's because this isn't religion. It's a relationship. It, it's this amazing relationship between us and Jesus. It's between us and Almighty God. Exactly right. And it's just, it's mind-blowing. And you have to remember Mm -hmm. that it's mind-blowing. Yep. It's not something that you take lightly. No, it's not. And it's something that you need to walk in and we need to walk in every single moment of every single day. And I gladly desire to walk in this place because like Diane just said, Oh my goodness, this is God Almighty. And we have this relationship now with him, his Holy Spirit that he came, he gave to us. The Bible says Jesus became, and we talked about this before, but Jesus became a life-giving spirit. He now gave us his Holy Spirit to live inside of us and so that we can live a life that is set apart for his glory. And so this is the privilege that we're walking in. So it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, so we believe that God is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So how do we do that? (laughs) Well, that's the part that where we just simply love him. We just Mm -hmm. do what we're talking about. We wake up in the morning, we set our life, we predetermine. When you accept him as your Lord, that means from this day or that day forward. But let's just say from this day forward, I hope that everybody listening, if you haven't been living like this in the past, that you make a commitment to, to make that commitment today, that you're going to live for him from this moment forward. Every moment that passes, you're going to live for Jesus. And if you fall, get up because you predetermine when you accept him as your Lord and your Savior that you're going to live for him. So that's diligently seeking. That means that you study the word, you get into the word, you hide his word in your heart that you might not sin against him. It says, for whatsoever is not of faith is sin. And so faith is so powerful that God desires us to live in that constantly. 
And so if you're not living in him, then you're living for yourself, and that's what he doesn't want. So every moment that you find yourself living for yourself or just thinking about you and me and this and that, and you're not including God in it, stop, I'm sorry, Lord, and just get back on track with him and stay focused. Learn to discipline your mind and your actions and all that you're doing that it's set apart through him. That's looking at it through his eyes. And so that's diligently seeking him. And you had said something about verse 7, so I'll go ahead and read that, and maybe we can Mm -hmm. can explain. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. So it's talking about Noah's faith. It is. When everybody was telling him he was crazy. (laughs) Yep. And he had this personal interaction with God at the time. He had a personal relationship with God where he believed God. He was moved by God. And so this is what I'm saying. That became, uh, for Noah and his family, it impacted us even today, his faithfulness to God. And my point is that you, in your life... That's why he says he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. The rewards of God are eternal rewards. And I think the key words there Mm -hmm. are diligently seek him. Be in the word. Mm -hmm. I mean, the word, getting the word inside of us is how we live this life that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. that we're filtering everything through his word, everything that we do. And then when we make a mistake or we see areas of our life where we're not diligently seeking him, it should prompt us to say, wait a minute, I need to change something here. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the most beautiful thing about this, because we can be confident that the love of God, which is just absolutely amazing. God is love, the word says. The love of God surrounds us in our life. He is nurturing us. He is there for us. But every single thing that we come against, if we allow Faith in God and knowing that God's nature and character is going to be there in that moment to bring healing and wholeness and wisdom to us, then he's going to be able to move and he will. we're allowing him to be Lord of that moment. It says, that verse that she read in 11.1, Hebrews 11.1, it says, now faith. That means, but now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The word now is really an important word, and it's easy to run right over the top of it. But the word now means now. The word now means now. This so, moment. This moment. So now is now, but then now is also now. So that means, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, means that now faith is this walk that we have that every moment is fresh and new in him, and it's a now moment. Now faith is the evidence of things hoped for. So it's just really, really important that uh, that we learn to live moment by moment for Jesus. And so it's- and that's an, what it's all about. That's really what it's all about. So allow that to happen. Allow his presence to come into your life and surround your world and be all that he is, and open your heart to a committed life set apart for Jesus, and you will find that you will live a life of victory and hope and joy and peace. And we'll get into this about joy because it is profoundly amazing in our future podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And we love you very much. And we will see you on the next episode. <laughs>